In James 1 verse 22, God tells us that we must not only be hearers of the word, but we are also to be doers of the word. This indicates that there is responsibility on our part if we are to access everything that God has provided for us by his grace. Hello and welcome to another episode of Faith Talks. I'm your host, Emily Preston, and in these podcasts, we will be discussing how to practically apply the principles found in the word or how to be a doer of the word so that you can start seeing more of the manifestation of God's grace in every area of your life. Welcome to another episode of Faith Talks. Thank you for listening in. Today we are continuing an awesome discussion we started two weeks ago on the benefits of praying in the Holy Spirit. If you haven't already, I encourage you to go back and listen to the last two weeks where we began this discussion because there's so much information we've already covered and there are so many benefits to praying in the Holy Spirit that we've already talked about. And today we're going to continue um, on that topic. But first of all, let me just recap quickly what we've already talked about and I'm not going to go into to depth I just encourage you again to go back and listen to the last two weeks where we go into more detail about each of these but basically the first 10 benefits of praying in the Holy Spirit that we've already talked about is number one when we pray in the Spirit we are tapping into the power that is contained in the Holy Spirit Acts 1 verse 8 says that you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you In the Greek, that word power is dunamis, which means force or might or the ability to get results. So when we pray in the spirit, we are accessing that force, that might, that ability to get results by praying in the Holy Spirit. You know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form or void and darkness was over the face of the deep. So God was there. The darkness was there. The earth was there without form or void. Um, The Holy Spirit was there hovering over the face of the deep, but nothing happened until God said. And see, we're made in the image of God and nothing happens for us until we open our mouth and say. We may have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us, but we're not going to see any benefit from the Holy Spirit living inside of us until we open our mouths and agree with him. And the way we do that is by praying in the Holy Spirit. So the first benefit of praying in the Holy Spirit is that we are tapping into or accessing the power of the Holy Spirit. Number two, when we pray in the spirit, we are praying the perfect prayer. Our spirit is praying the 100% perfect, flawless, perfect part of us is praying. So therefore we are praying the perfect 100% flawless prayer. It is not hindered by any doubt or unbelief or confusion because it bypasses our natural mind completely. The carnal realm where the, the enemy can speak to us bypasses that completely and goes straight from our spirit to God. So we are praying the perfect prayer when we pray in the spirit. Number three, when we speak in tongues, we are building ourselves up in our most holy faith and keeping ourselves in the love of God. Faith can't work without love. And so this is a dual benefit. Not only are we building ourselves up in our most holy faith, we are also keeping ourselves in the love of God when we pray in the Holy Spirit. God's made it super easy for us, but we just have to do what he said we have to do. 
The fourth benefit is when we speak in tongues, we edify ourselves. We build ourselves up, strengthen ourselves and charge ourselves as in a battery. And that comes from the Greek word okodomio, which is the word edify. So if you're feeling a bit flat, a bit tired, a bit run down, just get out of your carnal self and and pray in the Holy Spirit and you will build yourself up, strengthen yourself and recharge yourself. The fifth benefit comes from Romans 8 verse 26 where it says that the Holy Spirit helps our weaknesses and if you look at that verse the definition of weaknesses is mentioned there in that verse where it says that we don't know how to pray as we ought. We all face situations where we don't know the answer, we don't know what to do. You start praying in the Spirit and the Holy Spirit will help that weakness. He'll help that situation where you don't know what to do and pray the perfect prayer over that situation. The perfect solution the perfect outcome and it will all work together for your good number six when we pray in the spirit we are interceding for all other people you know often we can think gosh there's so much to pray for there's too many problems i've got too much to worry about in my own family let alone praying for everybody else but you know what god's made it made a way of escape even in that situation and that is by praying in the spirit he can through you intercede for all other people because you are praying in the spirit you are praying those unknown things those secrets those mysteries over all of God's other people when you pray in the spirit number seven when we pray in the spirit we are magnifying God we are glorifying him we are blessing him through our heavenly prayer language number eight when we pray in tongues the Holy Spirit gives us access to all the other revelatory gifts of the Holy Spirit. So you might be in a situation where someone needs prayer and you pray in the Spirit for a few minutes before you pray for them and God can show you. He can give you a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. He can give you the gift of healing or prophecy because the Holy Spirit distributes all of these gifts to each as he wills. The Holy Spirit knows what that person needs for that exact situation and he can reveal it to you and distribute it to you by his spirit when you pray in the spirit number nine when you pray in tongues we you are praying for things you don't know about you are praying hidden things and mysteries and secrets that haven't been revealed secret truths because your holy spirit within you knows what you need knows what the situation needs knows what that person needs and prays those mysteries those secret things those hidden things that haven't been revealed but you can pray for them even though you don't know about them And finally, number 10, when we pray in tongues, we are speaking the language of God and nothing will be withheld from us. And that comes from the story of the Tower of Babel in Genesis, where an evil people, an evil generation were all united in their language and saying the same thing. They said that they were going to build a tower and they were going to make a name for themselves. And God came down and saw that they were all united in this, in what they were saying and said that nothing would be withheld from them. And so God muddled up their language because he knew the power of a united language and now that redemption has taken place God has brought us back to having a united language so a body of believers the body of Christ all over the earth praying in the spirit all saying the same thing all speaking the language of God we are united again in our speech and nothing will be withheld from us we can pull down strongholds in our nation in our government we can have laws over 
overturn ungodly laws. We can see elections swing in our favor when we all say the same thing, when we all pray in the Holy Spirit and say the same thing. It's so awesome. And by the way, do not rely on your emotions as an indication that you are in the Spirit because your emotions are not a reliable indicator. You know, you don't have to feel a goosebump or feel a certain way or have some kind of emotional experience before you can pray in the spirit. It is your second language. And just like if you speak French or Italian or German or Spanish, you open your mouth and just start speaking it without any thought. It's the same way when we pray in in tongues. We just open our mouths and start praying because it's the spirit giving us utterance. And so you can be fully assured that when you pray in the spirit, you are praying the perfect prayer and praying all of those benefits in your life. So it's so, so good. And anyway, there's more that we want to talk about today. So we'll move along again, go back and listen to the last two weeks for more um, in-depth discussion on all of those benefits. So today I want to talk about another benefit of praying in the Holy Spirit. And that is when we pray in tongues, we are tapping into or accessing the unlimited, all-knowing, all-understanding wisdom of God. Do you know that nothing will be withheld from you. There is nothing that cannot be revealed to you when you pray in the spirit with a desire for wisdom and understanding. If you look at James 1 verse 1 to 5, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing this, that the trying and testing of your faith works patience or it employs your patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally and reproaches not, and it shall be given to you. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. So you might find that you've come up, you bump up against a trial, okay? So that you're, so you're employing your patience, you're working your faith, but you might think, Lord, I just need some wisdom in this situation. How do I get out of this? What's the solution? It says, if you lack wisdom, ask God. And he gives it to you liberally and does not reproach you. He's not going to say, you silly thing, you know, don't come ask me for wisdom. Use your common sense. No, he's going to give you wisdom liberally and not reproach you for it. But you have to ask in faith. So I believe that when we pray in tongues, we are praying that perfect prayer. We are praying that perfect prayer faith-filled prayer for wisdom and God can give you that wisdom liberally. He can give it to you uh, in abundance and overflowing when you ask in faith. So next time you bump up against something in your life where you need some wisdom, just say, Lord, I need wisdom in this situation. I thank you that I already have the wisdom of God and start praying in the spirit and he will drop the, the solution, the answer to that problem into your spirit and you won't have to try and figure it all out on your own. And the answer may not come immediately, but it will come. You might, you will be in the shower or you'll just be going about your day to, daily, you know, whatever you have to do. And that answer will drop into your spirit and you will know it's from God. You will know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that's the answer that you needed. So praying in the spirit 
that gives you access to the unlimited wisdom of God. I want to give you some more scriptures that back this up because I think it's really important to know, you know, there's a common thought among religious believers that God, you know, you never know what God's going to do. And, you know, God knows, but we don't know. But, you know, that is so contrary to what the Bible says. The Bible says that God will show you all things and reveal to you all things, but you just have to ask him. You just have to do what he's told you to do, which is pray in tongues. So look at John, let's see, John 14 verse 26. Here it says that the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatever I have said to you. You know, I love it when the Bible says all because it means all. There's nothing left out. It's complete. It's whole. He will show you all things and teach you all things. Now, again, you access that by praying in tongues because that is how you tap into that wisdom of God. You pray in the spirit and he can show all things to you and teach you all things. It's kind of like I like to think of it as like a radio, you know, um, the old FM, AM radios, and you you dial into a station, right? So the station may be 105.3, for example. And so you, you dial, you turn that dial, and all you hear is crackle and noise, crackle and noise, crackle and noise. And then the closer you get to that frequency, that 105.3, you start hearing things. You start hearing voices, start hearing music. And then when you hit that right frequency, boom, everything's clear and everything is understandable. And I think of it as the same way with the Holy Spirit. When we pray in tongues, we are hitting that frequency. We are bang on that 105.3 and we can hear God speak to us. We are tuning into the same frequency as the Holy Spirit, as the Spirit of God. But if we're a little bit to the left or a little bit to, a, to the right of that, depending on how far to the left or how far to the right, we will it'll become less clear and less clear and less clear. And the further you get away from God, from that frequency, the more noise and the more distortion there is. So when we pray in the spirit, we are tuning straight onto that frequency, the same frequency as the Holy Spirit, and we will hear his voice and we will hear him talk to us and we will it will be clear and understandable. Let's look at John 16 verse 13. It says, when the spirit of truth comes, which he has, and he's here now, living and abiding in us, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. Again, this verse here is full of alls. He will guide you into all the truth. So there is no truth. There is no wisdom that God hasn't made available to you. But again, it requires us doing what God's told us to do and and accessing that wisdom by tuning into the frequency of the Holy Spirit, which we do by praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Spirit. 
If you look at Isaiah 11 verse 2, it says that the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. You know, I just want to mention here that Solomon didn't ask for riches and fame and wealth. He asked for wisdom and all of those other things were secondary they came as a result of him having the wisdom of God and God commended him because he didn't ask for riches and wealth he asked for wisdom and now in this new under the new covenant we have the Holy Spirit we have that wisdom given to us freely the same wisdom that Solomon had and even more you know because he wasn't born again he didn't have a brand new spirit that same wisdom is now dwelling on the inside of us. That same wisdom to get riches and wealth, to build kingdoms, to to defeat enemies, that is now living on the inside of us all the time. So it's really up to us. It's up to us to, if we want to access that wisdom, we do what God's told us to do. That's all there is to it. If you look at 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9, Now, this scripture is probably very familiar to you, but it is always spoken out of context and you'll, you'll know it. It says that, uh, it says, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Now that was a prophetic scripture that was spoken in Isaiah, but here in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9, it's repeating what was prophesied in Isaiah. But the second part of that verse says, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searches all things yea the deep things of God so see there I know I has not seen nor ear heard nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him but now God has revealed them to us by his spirit God has revealed them to us by his spirit that's living on the inside of us. So our eye can see, our ear can hear, it can enter into our heart the things which God has prepared for us because we love him. God's not withholding anything from us. It's not a big secret. It's not a big mystery. Oh, you never know what God's going to do. No, he has revealed all things to us by his spirit. So you jump in on that and you you lay hold of that by praying in the spirit and watch those things become revealed to you. I love this verse in Ephesians 1 verse 17 to 18. It says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Here Paul is praying for the Ephesian church and he's praying that that God would give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you already have that spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, look what um, Paul mentions are the benefits of that. Having the eyes of your heart enlightened. Okay, so if you ha- you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, so you have the ability to have the eyes of your heart enlightened that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. All of us have an anointing. We all have a calling. We all have a purpose. And you can know what is the hope to which he has called you through the Holy Spirit that will open the eyes of your understanding. 
when you pray in the spirit, the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened and you will know what he has called you to do. (laughs) It's just amazing. You know, we read scripture, we skim over it, but when you actually take the time to study it and break it down, it it's just opens a whole nother world. So let's move on with that. It says um, that you will know what is the hope to which he has called you. You will know what he's called you to do. You will know what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and his exceeding great power to those who believe. Okay, so you will know what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Okay, so that means that you will know what he has left for you, what he has provided for you by his grace, all of the benefits of grace. You will know the riches of these things when your eyes are enlightened. And you will know what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward you who believe. Okay, so you will know what he's made available to you, the greatness of his power toward you. But look at the end of this verse, according to the working of his mighty power, according to the working of his mighty dunamis. Remember, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive power. That same power that's mentioned in this verse that works in you will open the eyes of your understanding and you will know all of these things. Do you know, I heard that Kenneth Hagin, he started, um, he got revelation of this and he started praying in the spirit more. And he said that he started seeing visions of Jesus. Jesus visited Kenneth Hagin nine times throughout his lifetime and, and personally instructed him on what he was to teach the body of Christ and personally anointed him with the power to heal and all of those things. And he said that that all came through a revelation of this scripture and praying in the Holy Spirit. And see, God is no respecter of persons. The more you open up yourself to receive from him, the more he will pour into you. It's not that you are, you just have to be a little, you know, wrinkle on the thumb of the body of Christ. No, whatever you make yourself available to be and whatever you make yourself available to do, God will snap you up and use you. But you access that by praying the spirit. He can reveal those things to you and he will layer it and layer it and layer it. So it will start as one thing and then he will add to that and add to that and add to that. But you access all of those things through the working of his mighty power that is in you, through that dunamis, through that power of the Holy Spirit that is within you. Again, you tap into that by praying in tongues. See, it's pretty easy. You don't have to kind of think about, well, I've got to do this today and that tomorrow, and then I've got to do all of these things. No, it's just one thing. It's just doing the word. It's just speaking what God's told us to speak. It's just doing the word. It's just opening your mouth and letting the Holy Spirit fill it and then he'll do the rest. God will do the rest. It's so good. You know, God will give you divine wisdom and direction for your life, for your business, for your relationships through praying in the Holy Spirit. 
God doesn't want you to stumble through life and just bump into things and go, oops, I didn't see that coming. He wants to warn you of things to come. He wants to give you wisdom and insight and direction with your business, with your relationship, with your finances, with your children, whatever concerns you, God wants to give you that. God has already given you that divine wisdom, that understanding, that counsel, that might, that knowledge. And when we pray in the spirit, we are accessing all of those things. John 10 verse 27 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And Isaiah 32 21 says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. That whole, the Holy Spirit there, he's our comforter and our guide and our advocate and our intercessor and our helper. And he will tell you, go to the right this time, go to the left that time. Don't go either way at the moment, just stop and wait and see. We have to agree with God by praying in the Holy Spirit so that we can tune into that frequency and we can get that revelation. Isaiah 42 verse 16 says, I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. Guys, whatever you're going through right now, it may seem like a storm, it may seem like a rocky mountain, it might seem like a low valley, but you pray in the spirit and God will lead you. He will guide you. He will smooth out those rough places. He will turn that darkness into light before you. He will not forsake you. He's on your side. He's not God hasn't kicked you out of the nest and said, fly little bird, do see what you can do. No, he's with you every step of the way. He will not forsake you and he wants you to win all the time, every time. He's not withholding anything from you. Don't let the enemy lie to you and tell you that God's trying to teach you something through whatever you're going through. God said that you already have been given the fruit of the spirit. You have it. You have love. You have joy. You have peace. You have patience. You have kindness. You have gentleness. You have faithfulness. You have goodness and you have self-control. So if you already have all of those things in your born again spirit, why would God put you through something to try and teach you to be more that? No, those things come as a result of us employing what God's already given us. We don't, God's not trying to teach us anything. He already sees you as perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But we have to learn to to use what God's already given us. And finally, I want to finish off with Proverbs 2, verse 6 to 12. It says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity, to guard the paths of justice and protect the way of his saints. Then you will discern righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will delight your soul. Discretion will watch over you and understanding will guard you to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perversity. When we pray in tongues, wisdom enters our heart. Knowledge will delight our soul. Discretion will watch over us. Understanding will guard us and deliver us from the way of evil. See, it says here, 
that he stores up sound wisdom for the upright. See, God's not just going to pour wisdom out on us. Again, going back to James 1 verse 1, that it says that if you lack wisdom, ask of God. God wants to be asked for things. He doesn't, he's not just going to, to, to dump it on you. It's again, it comes back to, to our choice. We have the choice of life and death, but we have to choose life. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. But see, the first part of that verse requires some action on our part. We are to call upon him and he will answer us. See, there's a, there's a definite outcome. The definite outcome is that when we call upon him, he will answer us. And he will show us great and mighty things which we have not known. So guys, praying in the spirit, massive benefits. All of that wisdom, all of that understanding, all of that insight and knowledge is available to you. But first of all, you have to call upon him. You have to pray in the spirit. You have to do what he's told you to do and use the gifts that he's given you to access all of that. So the next time something comes along and you don't know what to do, Just spend a few minutes praying in the spirit and you say, Lord, I thank you. I believe that I've received the answer to this situation and you pray in the spirit and you wait and you just wait for the answer to come. Now, don't fall into the trap of trying to predict what God's going to tell you. I've done this. I've prayed in the spirit and I've said, Lord, I thank you for the wisdom of this situation for this situation. And then I spend the next five minutes saying, well, maybe he'll tell me this. Maybe he'll tell me to do that. And I just, I'm completely crowding my mind mind with all of all, all of these other thoughts. So you really just have to clear your mind and not think about it and the wisdom will drop into your spirit. It'll be like an instant download and you won't have to reason through it and figure it out. You will know that that is the right answer because it will resonate in your spirit and you'll have perfect peace about it. Guys, I just cannot express to you how important it is for us to spend time every day praying in the spirit and see the wisdom of God is exponential. He'll give you wisdom on something and then he'll compound wisdom on top of that and then he'll compound more wisdom on top of that. But we really just have to do what he's told us to do. I urge you, I encourage you to find time every day to pray in the spirit. Spend time praying in the spirit in the car, in the shower, get up 10 minutes earlier and once you start seeing the benefits of it, you'll just want to spend more and more time doing it. And it is the the rewards are amazing. Guys, thanks so much for listening in today. I hope you've learned something valuable and that you've received more revelation on the benefits of praying in the spirit. If you have any questions about today's or any of our other episodes, please email me at questions at faithtalks.com.au and I would love to have a discussion with you. Lord, I just pray blessing, favor, and increase over everyone listening today. Thank you, Lord, that they will be doers of the word and not hearers only, that they will use your word to speak over circumstances and situations in their lives and see your righteousness come to pass in those areas. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you remind us every day to spend more time praying in tongues so that we can see the benefits of what you've given us, Lord, and that we can we can be instrumental in changing this world for the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, have a blessed week and I'll see you next time on Faith Talks.